Howdy everybody out there, this is Big Beefin'. This is JP and I am one third of that Big Beefin' show. This is Aaron Rollins. What you doing boy? We have a ride, bring us in Shane. Now you may be asking, what is Big Beefin'? Well, the answer is quite simple. Big Beefin' is... Where all of your wildest dreams come true. That's a good one, that's a good one. <laughs> you stop listening halfway through. I knew you were podcasting. <laughs> <laughs> Because it's his goddamn yard, and he put the property tax on a damn thing. And he said, wait a minute, Rollins, you got to be smarter than fucking average bear. And I looked at him, I said, that goes both ways, buddy. And he kept talking, I just left. <laughs> average bear, that's a, that's a yogi, yogi bear, right? Isn't that? He's that's funny. a yogi bear reference, but that's not the fucking point, man. But the, so That's bullshit. If, hey, are you okay? Did, didn't you tell that one yesterday? I just told that one yesterday. Like, Aaron, are you okay? That he states that Bigfoot is there in plain sight. You just choose not to see him. <laughs> That's not what I meant, damn it. Fuck, you never mind. Never fucking mind, John. You don't want to fucking walk your fat ass and don't walk. There you go. See? That is. <laughs> no. Uh, no beat the drops. Let's get right to this. Hello, my name is JP. No need for no MC. I've been keeping it real since 1983. <laughs> Shit my pants on the big leaf and Just enjoy the show. Black. Somebody described busting a nut as dumping a can of chowder into an industrial fan. <laughs> a can of chowder into an industrial fan. <laughs> okay, well let's let's unpack that a little bit. I don't. Okay, so if the chowder hits the fan at super high speed, it's going to be like a mist. Right, so it's not if you're if you're nothing missed. It's, it's a bunch of it. <laughs> it'd have to be a shitload for an industrial fan. You'd basically like the, have to have like a fire truck hose full of clam chowder and <laughs> unload it in the damn. And maybe then, but I don't know. I, I, I really I haven't seen liquid hit a fan at high speed. Maybe that's also, something. Gut and over a marble floor. <laughs> a what over a marble floor? Gutting a shark. Gutting <laughs> a shark over a marble floor. Why, why it's, from, uh, it's from bloopers of Anchorman 2 when they were talking about how he pleasured himself to uh, some Mrs. Butterworth syrup. <laughs> so if you gut a shark over a marble floor, what's the marble floor have to do with busting one, though? I mean, it, was, it was Will Ferrell, man. I don't know. <laughs> um. There, do you, do you remember Grandma's Boy? Yeah, where he was jacking off to the. It was like uh, a woman doll. Or a Croft. Yeah. He's like, he's like, I can't stop. I can't stop. Ah! <laughs> all right, everyone. Welcome to the Big Beefin Show. I'm glad this you're is, recording all this shit. <laughs> this is our hour of power where we talk. Power. About, <laughs> we talk you can't about, just say hour of power. You got to. You got to characterize it. Power <laughs> of power. Where we care about uh, the topics people really fucking care about. The real shit. <laughs> John and Daniel not going to be here. It's just me and you again. It's a big beefing show, boy. Really haven't put in a lot, haven't, haven't put a lot of work in the show, and it kind of shows. It's kind of fucking obvious. It's like it's just went downhill. Like it started moderate, and then it just, meh. We're just going along. 
you know, Daniel's gotten all ultra creative with his puppet show, and the shit's hilarious. I mean, it's fucking funny as hell. <laughs> but, uh, you know, yeah, it's just, I don't know. We got we got to figure out a way to to breathe life into it, I guess. That's not breathing life into the show. That's him doing his own thing. Did you uh? Did you have a chance to watch uh, Joker yet? No, I'm going tomorrow. Yeah, me and Brandon are going first thing in the morning. This one guy at work, I told him he saw it last night. I was like, "Don't tell me any spoilers." He's like, well, "I go out," but it was an amazing movie. And I was like, "Well, that's all I need to know." Well, with uh, Joaquin Phoenix, it's hit or miss. You know, he had Gladiator, and how do you come and follow up Gladiator? It was such an epic movie. Mm-hmm. How do you keep that same standard? You know, I mean, Russell Crowe, he did uh, American Gangster. He did. Uh, couple uh beautiful mind but you don't see you know joaquin phoenix he did signs he did uh what other movies has he done her people had mixed feelings about her because he was trying to make it with an artificial intelligence (laughs) he wasn't trying he did i liked um, i liked blade runner's approach to that better than her and her his ai basically uh found this lonely woman and she convinced the woman to fall in love with her. And then she talked the woman into having sex with Jaqueen, but with her voice over the woman's. And he was like, no, I can't fuck this lady and think of you. That's not going to work. And she was like, I'm sorry. I just tried to make it make you feel intimate. They tried to give you what you needed. And uh, But in Blade Runner, it was the same principle, but the hologram actually assumed the body of the woman. Like she, she synced her body up to her. So it still looked like her. It was yeah, just, it, had a, it had a weird uh, image blur where you could kind of see the android and then you can kind of see the AI. Yeah, it was strange. Very strange scene. But Blade Runner 2049 is probably one of my favorite sci-fis to come out in the last five, six years. And he was he was a droid, too, right? That was the whole twist of the movie. Yeah, he was an android. Well, they knew that from the beginning. Oh, that's right. Um, Harrison uh, Ford, though, he was the android. That, well, that, people, I mean, like, nobody's willing to set it in stone if he was a robot or not. People are saying, yeah, he's human, and people are saying, no, he's not human. And, you know, you've had directors say that he was, and then you've had Harrison Ford say that he isn't. And uh, I don't know, It's just it goes either way until somebody has an official, yeah, Harrison Ford was a, a Blade Runner a skin job. You know, there's just, it, it's up to speculation. It's up to whatever you perceive. They had, uh, you know, Edward James almost came back and he was an old man in some retirement home. And they said that his little hint where he made the origami and said that he just wants to be left alone. That was like a hint that he's a robot. And he doesn't want anybody to retire him. But really, he's, you know, some people say he's just a human and he's got knowledge that the big corporation wants. And he wants to stay hidden from them because he wants his baby to have a life. She's so, in a bubble. Right. Because of her autoimmune disease. She couldn't be out. Buckets of fun. Remember that little commercial? (laughs) (laughs) You're a dumbass. (laughs) Mr. Bucket. Comparing a kid's commercial of a a toy to somebody living their life in seclusion and isolation. (laughs) Wee! Buckets of fun. You don't remember that stupid little thing? It's a little Mr. Bucket. I remember it, man. <laughs> Take the balls and throw it in the back of his bucket. It's just an insensitive analogy. <laughs> what, did, what was the goal of Mr. Bucket? There he is. 
It was to entertain kids. When Roger gets older, you'll know exactly what it was for. <laughs> when you don't want to play with them and he wants to play, you get him some shitty ass toys like that. <laughs> you remember Mr. Bucket, John? I always wanted a Mr. Bucket. <laughs> I always wanted a Mr. Bucket. I always wanted to have the I always wanted that little fucking scoop. Of course back you there. remember him. But, Why do y'all have all no, 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 that's what it was. You had to scoop the balls into Mr. Bucket, and then he'd pop them out. Like, he'd yeah, spit them out. You had, to get all your, you had to get all your colored, ball, your colored balls in a bucket before he popped them out and say, I win, you know. <laughs> that's how it happened. I win! And he spits them out at you real fast. Yeah. Well, in all reality, that game would probably be complete in about two minutes. What, what is your... <laughs> What what is it your what is the worst game you hate to play? Do you hate playing Monopoly, Uno, Domino's? Uh, what I don't what like is your Monopoly. most hated game? You hate playing. I don't like the I don't like the game Starry. Um I don't like the game uh Sorry. I can say racing. that. Yeah. Yeah, sorry. We played it, Shane. Me, you, Aunt Barbara, our cousin Jacob, um, and I think some other people played that game with us. And it, you know, Barbara, I can just remember her saying sorry as she <laughs> jumped me. And set me all the way back. Because <laughs> in, in reality, you're not sorry. No, she wasn't. She was just being being funny in the moment. I was like, I got nothing out of this game. Nothing, what, nothing happened to me that I enjoyed. <laughs> what was the other, What was the other one you were going to say? Uh, Monopoly uh, uh, Operation. Uh, just because you know the the skill you need to to play Operation and beat it. It's kind of a specific skill, and so <laughs> <laughs> you don't, I don't have that can't beat it. to take those tweezers and go between a half an inch gap. And Sometimes the tweezers are shit, so no matter how good you are, you just can't win. <laughs> Monop- yeah. There's two ways to play Monopoly. The Monopoly that people play is if you start buying uh, a certain uh, a certain piece of property. No one's allowed to buy the, the other property. And the other no, way is I can buy whatever property I land on. So now Aaron has one blue. I have one blue. Shane has one blue. But Aaron bought it first. So he's pissed that we that me and Shane bought the other blue. And then we don't, we don't want to sell him the blue. You know, so. Wait, wait a second. Wait a second. So you're telling me you've actually played a version of Monopoly where if you land on any color, you now have all those colors. Nobody else can buy them. Only you can buy them. You can no, no, no. I have never but played you get it that pissed way. When other people do though, you get pissed when other people do it. <laughs> no one, no one plays that way. But people say they people say that I've heard people do play that way. But I've never played anyone that says that's the okay. way a baby would fucking play. So you don't make him cry <laughs> when he fucking realized the crushing oppression of capitalism. So I played that game with a friend of mine. Oh, we're we're kind of friends. We're more like just people that know each other. And he had his dentist there, and his dentist and him are are tight. So I'm playing against them two, and I'm starting to kind of get ahead, and, and I'm thinking, well, I can buy this from him. He's like, well, I'm not going to sell it to you. I'll sell it to him before I sell it to you. And I was like, well, how am I going to fucking win then if you guys are already kind of teamed up against me? And that's how the game fucking ended is the two of them joined up and fucking beat me. And Aaron ended up – no, not Nick, the doc, the dentist. The dentist ended up winning. <laughs> yeah, I, I, the concept of side deals was new to me. Uh the kid we went to school with, Justin Real, like when we were playing, he's like, I'll buy that property from you. And I'm like, what? Why? And he's like, no, I'll just buy it from you. You don't need it. I'll give you the money now. You need the money now? I'll give you the money now. Just give me the fucking property. And, uh, you know, he he did it. And that's just changed. So the first time I played with Sarah and we had like a big game going, it's me, Sarah, and some other people. I was like, hey, I'm going to buy that property from you. And they're like, what are you talking about? And I'm like, 
I'll give you 500 bucks. You give me the property. You need the money. You get to stay in the game. Give me the property. And they're like, okay, I guess. And Sarah's like, you can't do that. I was like, watch, I just did. <laughs> you, you, may, you may sound like you're a bully. Hey, I'm going to go ahead and relieve you sales. of that property. Or the money for it. But, <laughs> but I won't keep No, no. You don't need it. You don't want it. Give it to me. <laughs> I, well, it's more like it's more like they're in this. They need the money, right? I mean, they're they're in jail or they their property. They can't afford the taxes or whatever, and they're about to lose the game. I'll give them the money, but they're going to have to give up some of their property. It's a fair deal. They I, they still have a chance to get back in the game if they roll right. They can get back in. John, what you put in front of the screen a second ago? What was that? My little, like, my little, little Lego helicopter. Lego helicopter Joker. <laughs> oh yeah. See, y'all not doing Monopoly the right way. Me, I do Monopoly. Hey, you you really want this property? I'll tell you what, I get this property, but every time I, I land on any of these colors, I don't get to pay you. Yeah, now that's, that's a way, good that's the only way you get this property. That's a good deal. You just yeah. have to make sure the bankers like is aware of that. I've never known anybody to play that way. I've never uh, known that. I, I, we make ever. deals, all the deals. Yeah, that's a good deal. I mean, but and the if you're playing the long game, it's not a good deal because at some point you're gonna fucking land on it, and you really want people to be fucked whenever they land on those things. Yeah, <laughs> it's a good like it's a good strategy if you can get somebody to fall for it early on. But in the long game, you need that. You really want that property to build them hotels. Well, you guys got there's three hotels. I don't want to get I don't want to get taxed. You, any you guys got toys fucking everywhere. So I'm gonna uh, drop my little bit of news. Uh, Bandai is gonna be putting some new toys out this weekend that you can buy. But you gotta there's only nine thousand of them being made. So you oh, gotta hurry up. Where the are they? The Warhammer Space Marines. Oh yeah, shit! And it's not coming out this weekend. Yeah, it's not just the regular Space Marines. It's the new Space Marines. They're called Primaris. The Primaris Space Marines. They're bigger. They're bolder, tougher, bigger, and buffer than a regular space marine. <laughs> sure. now, I, was, I knew Shane was going to fucking say it. That's why I'm, I had to beat him to it. So, but yeah, they um, they're uh, an upgraded version of the standard space marine, which the space marine is already like the Master Chief, and this is an even bigger version of that. So, Shane, what's the, what's the schematics on that? How big is that going to be? I was trying to look at it, see if anybody's seen one yet. Huh? And this week, where at? Who's selling them? Is it for the con? Is it the Comic-Con exclusive? Selling them online. Oh, on Bandai Online. Okay, but say, man, we ain't going to fucking see it. There's Comic-Con exclusive, you know. Fucking expensive no. Comic-Con. Like I said, man, they're only making 9000 I'm going to do my damnedest to get one. Man, Is dude. it a New York Comic-Con thing? They're doing a lot of things with the New York Comic-Con. A lot of exclusives. Um, the Bandai thing, I don't know. Man, God, good luck. There's a guy who probably dropped his whole bank account just to get him to, to make a damn profit, man. Guaranteed. I'm sure they're limited, like five per customer. I'm, sure I'm not paying two or three hundred bucks for a fucking piece of plastic, but you'd be surprised who will pay that much money for a uh, limited edition. Uh, yeah, Shane. Yep. Man. How much? Was, oh, so how much uh, was anyway. Broly when you got it from Japan? Which one? How much was Broly when you got it from Japan? Uh, hundred and twenty. One twenty. What was uh? Oh, anyways, what was your now, Shane? What what? Board game do you hate real quick? Board game? Oh, any game. What game do you hate? I'm not a fan of uh, poker. You like poker? Yeah. You, love, you love that song, though. You got nowhere to That's that ass song. <laughs> nowhere to poker. Yeah, he likes it because it's fucking annoying. 
Shane likes to, to bug people. If you haven't noticed, you got no way to hold them. No way to hold them. Shane is the anti person. Anything that normal people find joy in, Shane finds annoying. When you're sitting at the table, they'll be at the table. Okay, we see a song. Like, okay, we get it. We get it. Like I said, Shane is the anti-person. He finds all things annoying and aggravating to be joyful. <laughs> what, what else, Shane? Poker? What else? Um, need a board game. What board game? Maybe? Okay, board game. Uh, I do like Monopoly. Uh, I don't like bowling. Like bowling? Really? Because I suck at it. Like the sport bowling? I don't like to bowl. Strike. Oh. Well, we all suck at bowling. You know who's good at bowling? Uh, Josh. Really? Josh you know Moore. who else is good at bowling? Ryan Harrison. He, uh, can bowl, he can bowl a perfect game. Board game. Uh, what board game don't I like? I don't really I don't care. Like darts. Huh? I don't like throwing darts. Throw a, I, I don't think darts is fun. I like, I like throwing darts. darts. I like darts. I can't get it to stick in there. Yeah. Well, uh, you got to throw it hard. You got to put some acid really? to it. What's, what's that game, Shane? Uh, apple. apple <laughs> shoot, apple, apple shoot, shooting, shooting apples. Oh, okay, yeah. Ladders. Huh? Shooting ladders, yeah. yeah shoot, I don't shoot. like apples to apples either. Oh, shit, man. I'm trying to think of a game. I just was like, this sucks. That, that game <laughs> with the, with the mousetrap. Mousetrap. Yeah. Uh, mousetrap like was a big letdown. Mousetrap was, a, was oh, way oversold. Like that, way more hyped up. It's any action, it's fun, it's catching, it's mousetrap. <laughs> you go through the problem to set up that little fucking thing and it sucks. You're like, oh, this shit. It doesn't shit, work. It doesn't shit, work. Fucking sucky. Uh, uh, Candyland uh, or whatever that candy fucking board game was. Candyland's easy. Just draw the color, move the two colors, draw another color, move the two colors. You might see the licorice man, uh, Mrs. Tinsel, <laughs> or uh, Carl. Don, how the fuck you know all this? I play Candyland. Oh. I know. I don't really care for the Settlers of Catan. Settlers? I tried that. Yeah, I wasn't very I good at that it. One. That's that board game that you, they used to play over at Bellmead, where it's like uh, you got wood, you got road. Catan. Catan? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I liked it. It's I thought it was a pretty good game. I thought it was pretty good. I tried it. I wasn't, I wasn't very good at it. And then that railroad one where you got to build trains and shit, take it to ride. I tried that, and I'm not very good at it either. <laughs> now, that Imperium... Twilight Imperium game I played with Cliff that lasted fucking eight hours. Now, that was some shit. But that game, strategy was important, but so was rolling the dice. Like, if you were a good dice roller, you could fucking do some damage. Well, I mean, how do you, how do you have dice rolling skill? Because it's so random. Yeah. Or That's the problem. It? Well, the fairest way to do it is to eliminate the human, get one of those little dice popper thingies where you just... Pop it, you know, and it rolls the dice on its own. Then it becomes like how much pressure you put with your finger on it. You just, okay, you just get a digital, get a digital dice. Just put it on your phone. Digital dice. Hmm. Go that. I was, I was so learning how to shoot dice. I just wanted to learn that how to shoot dice. There's you talking about craps? what? You talking about craps? Yeah. No, he's talking about that hood game where you roll dice on the ground, and if you roll certain numbers, you win money, and if you don't, you Thank win. That, that's craps. That's crap. Uh, he's talking about doing it on the concrete where they it's put their money same, on the green. Still the same, same game, fucking right? thing. Casino? Still the same game? Yeah. I went uh, to the casino one time with Mr. Black, and uh, he was like fucking ruling the craps table. I think he brought in like 1500 bucks. Shit. And 
There was this guy. There was this guy. The reason why I brought in so much, so it wasn't just his winnings. There was other people at the table winning because they were betting on him like that he would do it. And he was doing it. So people were throwing him a little bit of their share because he was rolling the dice. Well, this one guy, I remember him sitting there drinking and he's just looking at pissed. And he's like, he can't, he can't roll good for all night long. So he kept betting against him. And he kept fucking losing money. And he's like, he's got to lose at some point. There's no way he can win this much. And Mr. Black kept on fucking winning. That's an addict right there. He has a gambling problem. (laughs) Mr. Black, I guess one of the numbers was was purple. And he was like, uh, or one of the colors was purple. And he's like, Shane, what's the the Mexican word for purple? And I said verde, which is the Mexican word for green. So this (laughs) fool starts shouting out, verde, verde, like all fucking night long. Because that's where he's wanting to get it. And nobody else got the joke but me, but it was fucking well worth it. Like, <laughs> screaming out Verde. That's that's Shane's that's Shane's whole point is that he'll make you look like a dumbass, but he'll be the only one that knows it. Yes, I did that. Hmm. <laughs> maybe, maybe one of these days I'll finally go to a uh, the table and go. Give me a hundred. You never been gambling, John? Huh? You never ever been gambling? I've been I've been to the casino. I played the slot machine. I've never been to the tables yet. I never tried the tables out. So I'm going to do it one day. I'm going to walk up there and be like, give me 100 on red. Sorry, you can't yeah. do that. All right. <laughs> you can't just jump in. <laughs> yeah, my dumb ass, that, that's the problem. Like, my approach to gambling is I don't want to do it for very long. So if I got money that this is my gambling money, I'm going to go put it all on red and let it roll. <laughs> just see what happens. I was gambling in Mississippi, and I won a flush but the rules were new to me, so I didn't realize I had a flush until the dealer saw it. It was like, oh, you could have bet big and won a lot of money right there. I mean, you only won like 200 bucks, but, you know, I'll talk to my guy and see if I'll give it to you. And they gave it to me because I was a dumbass. But, oh, damn it, dude. I could have had like a thousand bucks on that hand. <laughs> so you went not knowing how to do it? It was a new game, and it was kind of like, uh, what is it, five-card draw where you can mix and match. But the cards on the table are what you use, and then you use cards in your hand, and they flip some shit over, and it was like, I, I don't know this game. But I tried. Like I always said, it's like I always said, you got to know when to hold them. No when to forward. Sounds like a <laughs> – Well, I, I won $20 walk. and walked off, and then I spent it on slots and lost. <laughs> well, my neighbor, he goes gambling pretty regular. He said he's won $5,000 playing slots. Yeah, that time I went with Mr. Black uh, when I was in college. I was broke as fuck. <laughs> and I, I went to the casino with him. I didn't have no money. I mean, I, when I'm telling you guys, I didn't bring any money with me. Like, I had no money, no cash. And uh, Mr. Black's dad was there. I guess he was like, you know, hey, Shane, here's five bucks. You know, go. And I ended up taking that $5 and turned it into $85 by the time the night was over. Hell yeah. So <laughs> I went the next morning, I went and got a big old fucking breakfast at Waffle House. <laughs> <laughs> Put some groceries in <laughs> Got some beer. <laughs> Say thanks, Mr. Black. Yeah, he was kind of pissed because the first the first game I played, I won big. And so I went from $5 to $20. And I was like, well, I'm cashing out. And he's like, I'm going to go tell my dad. You just played one game? And I'm like, well, fuck, man. I made money. Let me win. And he's like, no, 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 that ain't right. You got to play more than that. And I was like, well, shit. So I kept playing. <laughs> and I, I lost a little bit, but then I started winning. So, now, he wouldn't have complained if you won like a thousand bucks and you gave some of that back. Oh, he got Hawkman. New 52 Hawkman. 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 His, uh, his, his feathers. You need to straighten that feather out. 
Oh, man. So put a put a blow dryer on it and straighten it out. Well, well say what was that? The, yeah, clean up as hot as you can get it. Get it as hot as you can. <laughs> well, those people ripping uh, in Flash Gordon, the Hawkman people, was that a ripoff of Hawkman? Uh, I think Hawkman was actually a ripoff of them. Oh. <laughs> yeah. DC ripped off a lot of people. Yeah, yeah. Well, actually, so Hawkman, the guy, he, you know, was a big Flash Gordon fan. And at that time in the 40s and 30s, like people were making fucking superheroes like crazy. Everybody was trying to make the next Superman. Ripped off Thanos? Uh, that was, uh, that was, so DC created Darkseid and then Thanos was, uh, was a ripoff of Darkseid. I thought it was the other way around. Uh, no, Darkseid came first. Um, it's just like Deathstroke came first before Deadpool, but more people know who Deadpool is than they know Deathstroke and more people yeah. know who Thanos is instead of Darkseid. Deathstroke so. doesn't have a sense of humor. That's what Deadpool has. Oh. Deadpool has a sense of humor. Wasn't he made by a guy in Canada? Uh, Rob Liefeld. He lives in Texas now, I think. But he's Canadian, though, isn't he? Yeah. The the, the Deadpool is a Canadian. Go figure. <laughs> is it can right? Shay, he's Canadian. Yeah. Both yeah. ring Canadian. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Liefeld made him back in the '90s. I think it was '91. And uh, at first, he was serious like Deathstroke. He didn't have the sense of humor. That didn't come until like later, early 2000s, when he started being funny. I and, forgot uh, about that. At first, he was all like badass. Yeah, it's like a stone cold assassin. Like, he'd just show up and fucking kill your ass. Um, but then he started breaking the fourth wall and started getting funny. And, I got uh, dryer. And then, of course, the fact that he got a rated R movie, the kids fucking love him now because, you know, they want, because they, they're not allowed to watch it. So that makes them want to watch it more. <laughs> oh, he's got a little picture of the Joker there in the background. Who? Oh yeah, um, yeah. So um, he's doing, he's doing the Joker thing too. I don't know what the you really excited about the Joker. You excited about it? Yeah, I'm going with my cousin in the morning. Like I said, I ain't I ain't hung out with the dude in years, so I don't know how that's gonna go. I don't know if he's gonna want to do something afterwards. That's like, man, I gotta go grocery shopping, and I need to go for it gets too fucking busy because I'm not waiting in line. And in fact, what I may do when I wake up in the morning, I may just go to the damn store then, so I don't have to fuck with it. That's what I would do. Just go and get it over with right now. Yeah, I, I don't. Same way with grocery shopping. I, I want to get in the morning when the sh the morning crew's there. They're all happy. They're pumped. They're ready to be at work. You know, before retail fucking grinds their soul away. The um, the morning people. I mean, they're those are people that are they're they're there for work. They want to do their jobs. Um, but then by the end of the day, you know, they don't fucking care anymore. The midnight, the second shift people and the nighttime people. They don't give a fuck. They 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 already they walk in the door not giving a shit. Uh, they have no pep, and that's why the turnover rate's so damn high for that position. You know. Mm -hmm. I know. I, I didn't like working overnight. I didn't like to work overnight. When I yeah. worked overnight, man, I didn't like it at all. My skin got all pale from not seeing the sun, and health there was got one, all bad. You know, there was one week we were doing inventory, and they said, "Hey, we need you to a couple nights this week. You need to work overnight." And I was like, "Okay." I got my manager. I was like, look, uh, they want me to work tonight. And he's like, okay. And I was like, well, you got me scheduled tomorrow. And he's like, oh, okay, I'll change it. I was like, no, 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 no. Just keep me on the schedule. And he's like, what are you talking about? And I'm like, I'm just going to keep working. I'm just going to stay up here for 24 hours straight. Knock out half of my pay week. I did. Worked a 24 fucking shift. God dang, Shane. One of the um, guys I used to work with did that. He went home for an hour for lunch, but... uh 
he came in at five one morning, left at six the next day. Yeah, I didn't even I didn't even take lunch. I, I just worked all the way through it. I was like, well, I, told, I, told, I was like, hey man, this is uh, I've hit twenty four hours this week. I'm almost done. <laughs> nothing, nothing more for me to do around here. Yeah. So, the new uh, Star Wars figures came out today. Yeah, Force Friday. Yeah, the, the new one. The new Any, ones anything good? Were there any good ones? Uh, there's a red storm. I uh, don't know. No, he's called a Sith trooper, which basically is just a red storm trooper. There's a um, uh, a sis, uh, uh, a sinister sister. I think they called her adequate sister. I can't remember what that one is either. It's been pretty dumb too. Another Ray, another Darth, another uh, Kylo Ren. Uh, the new I can't remember the guy's name. He's the new the new Star the new uh Padawan for the new uh Star Wars game coming out soon. But so really maybe in a, a off world Jawa, which is which is basically a Jawa, just gray, a gray Jawa. So what do y'all think about um, the whole impeachment process against President Trump? I mean, let's see where uh, you know. Let's see what if corn flips. Um, you know, can happen. It's too close know. to the election. They're not going to fucking do it. They, all they need to do is just beat him in the election. And he's dug himself into enough fucking holes where, you know. <laughs> he might still fucking win by default. Joe, freaking Joe Biden has had a heart attack, you know. Yeah, if, the, if the Dems don't get their shit together. If they don't put Bernie Sanders in there. or well, I, I, My personally, I like Andrew Yang the best. But. I think the only real chance they have money he wants to give everybody. That's what you like. Well, yeah, I'm not a fucking dumbass. Who doesn't want fifteen hundred dollars a month? That's gonna be so bad. <laughs> no, well, I'm gonna have fucking fifteen hundred dollars extra a month. I do whatever the fuck I want to do with it. I'm gonna <laughs> save up for my electric car. I can pay back some student loan money. That's a fucking win-win. Well, the, okay. To to compensate for that, market prices are gonna are gonna go up because they know that people have the disposable income. So your cost of living is going to remain the same. That's that's not economics, son. That's not how economics works. <laughs> that's, that's corporate greed. That's corporate no. greed. <laughs> that's not how it works, man. Yeah, okay. Tell that to the people in Mississippi who tried this experiment and failed miserably. Mippipipi? <laughs> that's, that's Nora talking. That ain't me. <laughs> the Warhammer freak is uh, seven inches tall. He's pretty badass. They're doing an ultramarine first. Primaris Intercessor. Is that yeah, I got to give you It's eight inches tall. It has 50 points I of articulation and a bolt rifle. 50 points of articulation, John. 50. That's pretty, that's pretty <laughs> fucking good. Yeah, the average Marvel Legends like 25. This thing's got 50. What's the retail price on that bad boy? Doesn't say what the price is. There's an article out there that will tell you. You got to find it. I would guess at least probably 50, 60 bucks. Think so? Yeah, easy. It's it's nice. But that's the only thing is it's a nice ultramarine, so he's not all fucking battle damaged and beat up. You don't, you don't like battle damage? They're making 9,000 of them, so I imagine the price is going to be kind of high. It's 9,000. Then you're going to have to wait. You're going to have to wait until their next production of models because I, I have a feeling that they're not trying to put all their eggs in this basket. They're trying to just feel out the market to see how much money is there for making these action figures, which personally, you know, figurines are great and they're awesome, but I'm not going to take the time to buy and paint those unless yeah. it's the giant fucking robots that they have. Yeah, and, no, you know, I'll, but that'll, and those are expensive. 
And the paint app on this one's pretty nice. I w I'm wondering how it compares to my StarCraft Space Marine I have. I'm wondering how it looks next to that one. To size? Uh, like some, yeah. You got to pull the old ruler out. That StarCraft Space Marine's fucking huge. Yeah. Uh, my phone's about to fucking die. That's Damn not it. my problem. Damn it. Dang it. Look that I shit had, in. I had mm -hmm. I had a, we, had, we had a date night tonight, so. Where'd y'all go? We went, to, we went to Chuck E. Cheese. You can't tell Daniel hasn't hey, showed up. How was Chuck E. Cheese date night? Well, we had to take the boy with us, so. Chuck well, that's e. not a fucking night. date. That's 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 baby night. That's going out. It's just going out. That's what it is. If y'all had went to, well, did y'all do anything, or you just got to eat? Well, no, we went out. To, uh, we went. We, actually, we went to Chuck E. Cheese, then we went to eat at uh, Panda Express. Wait, wait, hold up, hold up, hold up. What? <laughs> do, what do you do at Chuck E. Cheese? Play games. So that's all y'all did was play games. Yeah, play games right now. Okay. all y'all did at Chuck E. Cheese was play games. Then it could count as a date night. What? No. Did you, did she watch you play games, or did did you both play games? We all played games. They got games for everybody to play. We, Chuck we, all, we all play games. We we. Oh, the, the, funny, the, funny, the funny thing about it is, is one kid's gonna get mad because we won like over like eight hundred tickets, and we were leaving, and we saw these stacks of those paint those little those little printout papers. Like, hey. Some kid left his, you know, his little probably six or seven on there. We pick one up, and like seven hundred, a hundred, hundred some odd. We're like, well, I guess we won like fifteen hundred dollars, fifteen hundred tickets. <laughs> so well, you took those up. kids' tickets? Yeah, we don't know who they belong to. We went, we looked around. Hey, Shane, what, hey, what's this guy have to go use the bathroom or something? What if they had to go take a shit or something? Hey, well, this, this is shit. for a guy who doesn't tip. You think he gives a fuck about a kid leaving his fucking tickets? Well, <laughs> how long did y'all wait before you cashed them in? No, we just got a slip. They were cashed in. Five minutes. <laughs> we were, we're due. Turn to lost and found, you know. <laughs> Come on. Come on. I told you... Uh, Huh? Daniel's doing something new. Daniel did a quick end to the, the adventures of John, but Daniel seems pretty excited, but he's trying to do another, do plan something else out. I didn't know that the uh, cop was me. I, I that, know, that was a plot twist for me. I was like, oh shit, yeah. I'm That's why he's so fucking angry. <laughs> <laughs> so, but Daniel is, Daniel is excited. He just, I, yeah, I ended it quickly. I'm excited. I'm not doing something else. I'm very excited. Like he sounds excited. So where the next one is, he's going to do a, you know. But I, the funny thing about Dale's last one is, oh, you never teeth out. You clearly see Dale's hand throwing the teeth on the ground. <laughs> yeah, there was a couple of. There was one where he started laughing after he threw the puppet down. He was like, <laughs> like you hear it real quick. Um, that's what makes this shit funny though. Like, oh. Yeah. Yeah, no, well, I just like how over the top the fucking characters are. Like how they're characters, you know, they're just so zany. Um, that's my favorite. That's hard to get something new going. That's that's what he needed, and y'all gave it to him, or I'd rather Michael gave it to him. <laughs> but John, yeah, John, oh my god, Dale does it, yeah. <laughs> I like, like, like get a guest on for Friday. When are we going to do that? I could have uh, fucking called up Matthew and had him on tonight. No. I like, I, I like Shane dodge a stick. Oh, whoa. Aha, you missed. Like, that. How did they do that? They, like, take that, like, throw a stick at it. Yeah. I mean, not, 
He's not doing uh, super high production values. I mean, <laughs> he would he threw X on me though. Put your face right there. Ah, like God dang. So it, it didn't explain though how he found him though, right? Like he didn't. It just said a year later he fucking trailed him down, I guess, and beat his ass, knocked his teeth out. <laughs> I, I guess that's the um, the in between stories. I think Dale's got work on. Then I, I don't know. I don't know. Where did he get those little yeah. teeth from? Where, where were those teeth? He said he, he, said he ordered those uh, ordered those offline. That's fucking hardcore, man. When your <laughs> plot line requires for teeth and you're like, fuck, I don't have any fucking teeth. Let me order some. He it's ordered like, some fake teeth. Yeah, he ordered he those. Bad for some of his. I mean, he could have done like, you know, some crappy little plastic teeth or something or drawn no, them. Dan wanted real fake teeth. Yeah. <laughs> Fake teeth. He went real fake teeth. Yeah, I guess so. He didn't want the. He didn't want that. Uh, you know, like he said, he could have took some paper, and fake folded teeth. it, painted like tan, spray painted, and there teeth. There you go. No. The good thing is, you know, he's, the creative juices are flowing. You know, Crank Anchors is back, so the timing's good. They just had a puppet movie last year. Um, it's 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 good to be in the beginning part of it. Um. But Rod I think Clayton. he wants to get to the next level. Like his stories, his storylines are fine. But and this is just my my one criticism: he's got to get those production values up. Like he's got to get. He really needs. He really needs like uh, it's the lighting's okay, but he needs backdrops. Um, and he, he probably could use a separate puppeteer, like not just himself, because he's <laughs> recording it and he's handling the puppets at the same fucking time. So. <laughs> Really need to have somebody else doing one of those jobs. Well, John, you gonna step up? You gonna get involved? Make it a, oh. a brother him production? If he wants yeah. to drive down there just to help him make a puppet show, yeah, but it's gonna be like Power Rangers. We'll knock out five, six episodes in one day. You know, just knock him out like that. What he's doing right though is that it's short. They're only like a minute, but they're fucking shocking. Like you don't expect these puppets to say what he says. <laughs> And that's what makes it hilarious because it's it's everything that he does is ironic. Like you don't see it coming. <laughs> he's There's no build up to it. It just happens. Like what the fuck? Like you just see my character coming to the play, and he's like, "You fucking cocksucker!" And it's like that came from nowhere. <laughs> like, son of a bitch. Like that. Okay. I didn't see the face that like like this. Oh, I bought fake teeth. How you gonna work that in there? Oh shit! You put some history X shit in there. Put your face on that. <laughs> like, God damn it, Daniel. <laughs> I didn't see that shit coming. Yeah, it's hardcore, man. It's going to the dark side. I just, that is like a wicked twist right there. Like, shame, man. It's a pretty sure the detective won't be on the force after this. You know, pretty yeah, sure. If you, take, if you could take Daniel's uh, story and his voice work, and you could take his designs and make it like a CGI cartoon. The shit would be fucking gold. Like the internet would be lit with with John Tail clips. Like, we we knew somebody that was into computer programming and they could make the little characters. Oh yeah, we'd be making bank. Anyways, it's his project. Oh man, but, yeah, pretty good, good stuff. I, I you know it's just I I just haven't had that much. Like me and Aaron the other night, John, we we're talking. Let me let me tell you about this idea. I want to pitch it to you real quick. Okay. So. Because, you know, we're working on the horror movie. That's fine. We'll work on it. But me and Aaron came up with the idea of having, we're going to do like a a shitty documentary style, but it's going to be called Backyard Wrestling League. Okay. 
We're going to follow like somebody who like has dreams to be a wrestler, but he, he sucks and he's fucking, he's, t- he's small. He's inadequate. He can't fucking do it. He's, he's just not really athletic. So, but he wants to get in. So he tries and he joins a, a backyard wrestling league, which it's like low rent, like a bunch of people show up to somebody's backyard and then they have matches like in the dirt and shit. And, uh, <laughs> we were talking. We we're thinking about doing that, like having a, and then somebody watching it, like it's a documentary, like you know, and the guys. Except, like, it's, like, it's, is it gonna be like, like Daniel? Is it like nothing makes sense? It's just funny, you know? Like, yeah, like, you I know, know, I know, I know, I can't do like, this. You know, be like, I'm gonna kick your ass, you motherfucker, and like, be like, you know, shut the fuck up, and like somebody hits him over the back with a fucking one of those uh, fluorescent lights. I'm He's thinking. Like, and like, I just had a scene come to mind where they're they're like in a tire pit or some sort of arena, and somebody gets hip tossed onto the ground, and like he throws the shit out of him, and he lands on his back and goes ah, <laughs> like the, the camera yeah. shoots out real far as he's laying there ah. It's going to be a lot of it, the, the comedy is going to be like the pain, you know. Like we'll have we'll have over the top zany intros, like you know. Like, I'm gonna take that bastard's head and sh- shove it straight up my ass, you son of a bitch. And like, but then there'll be like a little kid, like, we'll have like Nico or Logan standing right there being like, you know, I don't think I'm supposed to be listening to this. And, <laughs> you can like, get Nico or Logan around a bunch of grown ass men doing this. Well, we're gonna be the audience. We gotta have an audience watching the backyard wrestling. It's, it's, got, it's gotta be some strangers, kids. It can't be our relatives because our relatives. Not- you could do that last scene as a real like we actually got a backyard wrestling you can get friends family maybe maybe get some random people like all right we're just doing this guys come watch and laugh have fun you know we thought about like you and you and daniel y'all are like a tag team and like you fucking come out there like the bushwhackers or some shit and you're like fucking in the yeah, music yeah. Like, we'll, get, we'll get like a smoke machine and spray like smoke and confetti no, we hold it off the boat machine. He's funny. Is Jacob's yeah, you got to hold your own while you're going out there. Jacob's boy, Ethan, is pretty athletic. He could just, like, run in and drop kick somebody. You oh, suck. It's really hard. Oh, the, the, the funniest one be Shane is me and Dale, you, you pan to us. Me and Dale run out there, put our own smoke machines down, and plug them in. They go in the back, and then come out. <laughs> that would be hilarious. <laughs> they got to oh. plug up their own equipment before they come out. I don't want like one match to erupt in the chaos where everybody in the fucking yard just starts beating the shit out of each other. Like <laughs> where the fans had enough and they fucking get on it. Or like a fan stands up and like, hey, you prick, I'll kick your ass. And the wrestler, like, he can't back down, but it looks like somebody that could kick his ass. And he's like, shit. And yeah. So, uh, All right. Well, come on then. <laughs> and then the owner of the I property is like, hey, go get the fuck out of here. I'm calling the cops. <laughs> get off my property. <laughs> Get out of here! Get out! Bunch of bums! Get a real job! (laughs) Yeah, that's the only problem is, uh, you know, can't do it where we got neighbors that are like wouldn't like loud noises and cussing and yelling and shit. (laughs) You know, you know where you could do it? My mom's house. Yeah, Aaron was saying we go down to the country and and do it. Well, you know, yeah, Yeah. it's back there. They don't care if we mess up something in the back. You know. There's even a little lake gotta, back. The little gotta get in touch with our Uncle Randy, Shane. Uncle Randy, he's got that big piece of property right yeah, next to town. Out there beating the shit out of each other, getting hurt. <laughs> he is. Hey, he's gonna be sitting there cutting up, man. He's gonna get hey, his funny. Sign a waiver. That's all it is, Shane. He's got to sign a waiver. 
Well, see this uh, old man sitting under his porch is pointing and laughing? <laughs> Josh. Josh actually was in a backyard wrestling league when he was in high school and he got into college. And uh they there's actually some video. I got a, I got a video of it. Um I could send it to y'all, but he actually was in a league and he was they were actually doing it. Um but and so some of those old guys were fucking around saying, We're gonna get back together, we're gonna do it again. It's the rematch of the century. But you know, everybody's you know in their thirties now, so I still do it. Just stretch it out. No, they got lives, John. They got jobs and kids, and they can't. Well, can this, just, no, 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 no. This, this is, a, movie. This is a, movie. Not even a real fucking league. It's a, it's a movie no, about movie. a movie. Yeah, the movie. No, yeah. I ain't talking about fucking new friend. A movie. I'll give you stretch out that couple that week and a movie I can do. You <laughs> know, movie. I ain't no damn. Mm. Not really trying to do any moves. We'll, we'll stage it to where it looks like we did the move, but we really didn't. So like like off a of box and do the fake landing. Yeah, like you just jump in the air and you're like, ah, and then you on the ground the next second, you're like, ah, and like, <laughs> no, I, I really, I have a scene where somebody gets hip tossed and they hurt their back. And I, I kind of want that to be awesome. <laughs> well, you can roll with the hip toss. Like if, as long as you land on your, on the right spot on your back, it's fine. You won't hurt yourself. You just got to know how to do it. So what I'm, what I'm thinking of is, is this guy said that, um, he wanted to see if Ronda Rousey was as good as she said she was. And she's a judo fighter. So she knows how to do hip tosses. And he's like, okay, we're going to see if it's, uh, if it's really about what everybody says it's about. And so she did a yeah. hip toss on him and he couldn't get up for like five minutes. <laughs> That's what me. At, at judo. That's, that was the move that took me out. He didn't bust his shoulders. He just hit him so hard in his gut that he just couldn't move. Oh, <laughs> uh, no. When they, when the guy got me, he, I mean, like, I've seen Rousey throw one before. She's got perfect form. But this guy threw me over his, you know, did his hip toss thing, and I landed straight on my shoulder. I just landed right here, like all shoulder. And yeah. just fucking, I couldn't move. I couldn't lift my arm up after that. It just hurts so damn bad. All right, guys. I got to go. My phone's about to die. My five. Five percent. It's gonna die. Well, just stay on until it drops out. Wait, 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 yeah, wait. Just, just wait, John. Just so, wait. So it's fine if it drops out dead. Okay. Yeah, you got to make. We'll know out. what happened when it fucking drops. Yeah, okay. you're you're fine. Had, you gotta go. I had, I had another topic I was gonna take. Oh, I, that's what it was. You, uh, uh, real quick. I don't know how long. I, what was your favorite? Your who's your favorite supervillain? Uh, Deathstroke. Deathstroke, your favorite? Yeah. Aaron. I gotta, I gotta think on that one, man, because there's a lot. You know, I'm pushing more towards. Uh, I'll explain it more tomorrow. Lex Luthor. I, I'm thinking like Lex Luthor is misunderstood. You know, when yeah. I, keep, I, I, I read his bio. I learn, you learn a little more about him. Like, man, this guy's just, you know, he just wants to be number one, and he's trying to do it. Uh, but then a god not, shows up, and he has no choice. Yeah, no cho you know. So really, who? Uh, you know, Superman comes along, still is thunder, you know. And we think about it, he's, he does a lot of great things. He's a great, they say he's a great engineer. Reverse, he, he can reverse engineer. He's one of the smartest people on the, one of the smartest people on the planet. He made, what us say, he made like top, top three most best villains in IGN. And he was like top eight on the uh, Marvel's list and you know, yeah. yeah, he stands the test of time. I mean, that's a classic one. Aaron, you got one that you like? Venom? Uh, are you you mean specifically from like comics and cartoons? Uh, it could be anybody, I guess. Anybody, anybody from anything ever. Uh, uh, the first one that comes to mind is um, Ultron from Avengers, uh, Age of Ultron. I thought he was probably the best supervillain. It just sucked to me that they killed him so fast, you know. And yeah. of course. 
their supervillains only last for one movie except Thanos because Thanos is supposed to be there through every step of the way. But I really, you know, Ultron has come back like three times in the comics, maybe four. And so it was, I, it was a bummer to me to see him just get wiped out straight out the gate. It was like, come I on, want, man. I wonder if they're going to stay true to um, Thanos being the love interest of death and death just brings they them back. They that out when they it about the balance. That's, there was a discussion about that. Like initially when the, he was approached by one of his people and they said it, to do this is to court death and he smiled real big. That was the idea that, yes, he's trying to find death. But then, you know, shortly after that, they decided to go with the, you know, I'm methodical and I'm committed to this ideology of, of balance in the universe. Mm-hmm. I like, like, how do you bring him back? You just got dusted. <laughs> how do you bring oh, you him can't. back? Can't. Well, you can. He's got to get all the Finney Stones back together and do it back again. But shit, who's going to do that? Who's gonna once do it's that? done, it's going to be undone. It can be undone. Endgame's proved it. You can undo it. Oh, they didn't destroy the stones at the end. That's right. Yeah, they went back and got the original stone. So you can get undusted. It's just shit. You're going to be partially dead when you do it, apparently. Apparently, it just takes that much out of you. Hey, look at Unless the nails. Yeah, unless you're the Hulk. Now, I know his skin was like diamond-like skin, like almost impenetrable. Like you had to beat on him like the Avengers did to finally scratch him. <laughs> scratch him. Yeah. I read uh, one uh, issue of the Avengers where they were fighting Ultron. And what he did, he just make copies of himself out of adamantium. And some of them had oh, vibrations, like a mixture. And he built like 50 of them. And so like they're just fighting them. And like, ham- and, like so at the end of it, like, their costumes are all fucked up. Thor's like his his arms are ripped out of his sleeves, like his arms are fucking bulging, and like his helmet's you know been cracked in half, and like Captain America's all fucked up, and Iron Man's suits all jacked up, and they killed them all. And then finally, the last confrontation with Ultron, and like Thor's standing there, and he's fucking jacked. I mean, just huge, big, thick muscles, and he's like Ultron. We would have words with thee, and just like everything was in bold and shit. It's really fucking cool. I got, I got to read that one. I got to find that one. I got to see that one. Which one was that one? What, 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 what came back, it came out like uh, around like 2000. Shit. I was also really big on Mr. Sinister. He's pretty cool. I was, I was wanting him to be cooler. But they said that they, they retuned his character to make him more badass. Well, I always thought he was okay. Magneto I thought it was okay too. Just, you know, angry guy. Power of magnetism, you know. Not much for Apocalypse, you know. Carnage. Just, you know. Carnage is badass. Who? Carnage. That was pretty good. He's supposed to be in the next movie. Yeah, with uh, Woody Harrelson. They're going to go Woody Harrelson, Woody Harrelson as him? As Carnage? Yeah. Yeah, yeah at, the, at the end of Venom, that's who it was. I yep. had to do a, I had to go and roll with it. I'm like, eh, they might get somebody else. Right. Yeah, you, you ever played Five Nights at Freddy? You ever played that game? Yeah, I like it. You you played did you I play did. all of them? I've only played the first one. I have the first one. Uh, I guess another predator I have to throw out there is the. I'm sorry, another villain is the predator. Predator's just a fucking cool ass alien. I, I they should have kept well, you know, there's nothing wrong with the backstories they gave them, but some of them like you know they start you know oh they're like two different species now and now. They have fucking aliens. They're yeah. more like they're fucking dogs now. And right. I wish I wish that Hollywood would get a, a canon approach and have it set in stone, like for the cinematic universe. You know, because cinematics and comics don't go hand in hand. Um, 
Not at all. Yeah, I see the image you just shared. It looks oh, kind yeah. of. Can, can, uh, can people see yeah. that too, Shay? When you said, when you said, well, maybe. We'll find out. On Take next time on Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> I like Frieza. I like Frieza. Frieza's a good, yeah, Frieza's a good character. I, I like, like his voice. Also his voice huh? His voice was awful. I hated his voice. Well, his now that we're on Dragon Ball Z, Broly. Broly's probably one of my favorite villains ever. But, well, he's changed, though. He's not a villain anymore. Yeah, but, I mean, back when he first showed up and he was just all-powerful, yeah. kicking everybody's yeah, fucking ass. Then he was a villain, and that one he was. But this one... I like, I like how they can still step it up every time. Here's... Uh, what's his brother's name? Barak? Barak? Bardock. Here's Bardock. No, no, that was Raditz. Raditz. Here's, oh, here's, here's Raditz. There's Bardock, too. He goes, Frieza. Fuck Frieza. Here's a... The androids. Fuck androids. Here's a uh, Majin Seth. Buu. Fuck Majin Buu. Here's Brawly. Oh, uh, who was at the Majin Buu? Uh, uh, Janimba. No, after Majin Buu was the uh, when the gods Cell. showed up. Cell. Yeah, okay, yeah, that's right. Cell was before Majin Buu. The androids and then Cell, then Majin Buu, and then Haniba. Haniba was next. I don't yeah, know I mean, like, they keep stamping it up, the, you know, like, God yeah. dang, what, who's the strongest? <laughs> they keep uh, stamping it up. <laughs> Jaren? Yeah, Jaren. Jaren's the strongest. Man. Jaren, Jaren was so powerful, he got to be, he became a destruction god. No, he didn't become a destruction god. He was more powerful than the destruction god. But, yeah, Jaren kicked all their fucking asses. Like, he was, they didn't stand a chance. I, I like Jaren. I just wish he looked a little different. You know? I, like looked, look. I thought it was cool. I can't uh, yeah. like, like, you know, pick a little badass. Yeah, I, I want a little more 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 meat on him, you know. But like, eh, he he's okay, you know. But, yeah. Eh. Piccolo was cool back when Piccolo. he was a bad, but he stopped. He lost his badass powers in like season three or four or whatever. Yeah, he's he's kind of made a little bit of a comeback working with Gohan, but not enough to be like on. He's Goku. still in the shadows though. Like, yeah, yeah I used to be the strongest. Yep. Yeah, there was one. Him. You know, I can remember in the Cell Saga where like, you know, Vegeta's over there crying and shit, and Piccolo like picks him up by his throat, and he's like. You know, you stay here and be a coward. The Warriors are going to go fight. And uh, he just threw Vegeta off to the side. And then you fast forward to the tournament, the first tournament. And, like, Vegeta's standing there and he's like, he tells Piccolo, he's like, hey, you're going to forfeit this match. And Piccolo's like, why? And he's like, just forfeit it. And he's like, oh, okay. And I was like, damn, Piccolo, you lost your nuts, son. <laughs> and he forfeited because Vegeta wanted to fight the guy. And he didn't want Piccolo hurting himself, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> And poor old Krillin. Krillin just, you know. Well, the thing about Dragon Ball Z is that all of his friends are initially his enemies. Like, Tien was his yeah. first villain, except, except for Krillin and Yamcha, but everybody else. So Tien was his first villain, then Piccolo, then Raditz, but the Raditz died. But then Vegeta, that ends up being like his number one guy. Uh, Cell died, so he didn't end up being a friend, but Abu became one of their their teammates, and then at the very end, Frieza did. So, the androids did, Frieza did. They all ended up becoming But, friends. you know, I, I think Krillin, Krillin got off on a good note. He married Android 17? Yeah. Yeah, but he was also the first person eliminated from that tournament. I oh, don't give a shit. Stay go home, gets to go home to his wife and kid. I don't know how that worked out, but, you know, who cares, you know? Yeah. He don't care. He's a, he's a home dad now. He Krillin don't care. Shit. He don't give a shit at all. Is that it from the Android That's series? Not. 16, 17, that was it, right? Uh, they come back at the tournament. 
They're in the tournament. All four of them? No, just 17 and 18. Okay. The boy and the girl. What did the boy, well, like, what's he been doing? I never caught well, up. So at one point, I think after the Majin Buu saga, they wished everybody back to life or something like that. And he was ones that he was one of the ones that came back. Mm-hmm. Even though he's an android, he's still considered life. And uh, he started a family, and he's a park ranger at this island out in the ocean. Then there's like very a bunch of endangered species, and he's the he's the park ranger there. I like the Android series. I like that one. That those guys didn't give a fuck. They yeah, they showed up and destroying the cities and everything. Yeah, and then came down and fucked them all up. Yeah. Yeah, poor uh, Gohan trying to fight with one fucking arm. God dang, man. Well, and what the power levels sometimes are confusing because. You know, Goku and Vegeta ended up attending this this God mode, like Super Saiyan Blue. But it was Trunks that beat Goku Black, or Goku Rosé with the pink hair. They yeah. couldn't, but Trunks could. But it doesn't make any sense. I, I'm sure someone would look into it. I'm sure someone broke it down. Like, well, you look at it. Well, you can't because Go, Goku is, is all Saiyan. Gohan yeah. is not all Saiyan. So, Saiyan and yeah, you know, uh, Vegeta and, and Goku are all saying pure bloods. Gohan's not, so I can see where the conflict might be. You know. Yeah, but at one point Gohan was stronger than them because his his anger, his emotions, made him stronger because he had human emotions and that mixed with the Saiyan blood. But then they they just kind of abandoned that and like he became a nerd, not emotional anymore. But Trunks was, so maybe that's where it comes from. Maybe Trunks still had that in him, and that's why. He... Trunks, yeah, but yeah, same way with Trunks. Trunks came stronger too. Yeah. Yeah. So but that, was... that could be some of it. I was really bummed when they started doing different dubs for the uh, anime. They switched up the voices. It got handed off to another recording studio, and that really bummed me out. They had some badass voice actors, but changed it up. <laughs> I did. I just like that one part when. Uh... Uh, Vegeta meets Trunk, Trunk meets Vegeta, and he goes, and he goes, uh, Vegeta's like, What are you looking at? And Trunk's like, Your shirt, I like your shirt. You would <laughs> just try to stare down Trunks and realize it's his son yet. What that because the uh, the last episodes, we me and Sarah had been watching, getting caught up on it, and the last few tournament episodes we couldn't get in English, we bought we had to get the, the uh, Japanese version. And like Goku, he sounds like a chick, like it's a really high pitched voice. It is but, a woman. But the language, the way he's talking, it's like he's a country bumpkin. He's like, I ain't fighting you. You know, <laughs> get away from me. I ain't doing this. Or I'm not about that. Or that's not how I'm I was just like, eh, What? That doesn't how he's he didn't say that kind of shit in the American version. You know? <laughs> they tried too hard American funny, that, I guess. Or, or what? But but oh, that reminds me. Before we get done, Shane, you owe Eddie a personal yeah, uh, so, thank so, you, thank you note, yeah. thank you letter, yeah, custom thank you note. Yeah, he when he fly, I guess call. he heard the call. So he ain't gonna be able to fucking read it. Shane's been writing. Yeah, I'd actually yeah. showed him a letter. Uh, a guy contacted. I sent him a letter, and I showed him. I was like, "Hey, guess who responded?" And they're like, oh, his handwriting's terrible. And I'm like, no, that, that's my handwriting, guys. And they're like, oh. <laughs> so what, what Eddie's going to get is Shane's going to write the letter, but then he's going to take a picture of it and send it to him through Facebook Messenger. <laughs> I'm really just, I'm really, Eddie, 
get a picture of a letter. <laughs> I didn't want to spend a dollar fifty send it to you. Here's a picture of your custom letter I wanted you to have. <laughs> In fact, it's not gonna write it. He's gonna type it up. <laughs> <laughs> I keep thinking change it, just put make a heart. Just put a put a heart on it, put thank you. That's it. <laughs> Big beefing in the middle. That's it. That's and then Eddie sent you a picture of him wiping his ass with it. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be funny. Here's your thank you note. Speaking of ass wiping, uh, today I was changing Roger's di diaper and I threw the diaper like in a little bin. And Sarah's like, you didn't wrap the diaper up. And I was like, yeah, whatever. And she's like, okay. And sure enough, about like three hours later, he's running, hauling ass out of the bedroom. And he's got a big old piece of shit in his hand. And he's just, just running. <laughs> that fucking shit. And like <laughs> it was one, it was a hard enough turd to where he could grip it, you know, and it didn't go through his hands. And he's just running around with that damn thing. And like, please don't put it in your mouth, son. I, I, I read a story about a, a lady that took her kids to the park and she's a, she she didn't have her husband with her. She had three kids. And one of her babies had pooped, and it's like the worst baby poop that you've all come across, where it's all liquidy, and it gets everywhere, and it's running down their leg, and it goes up over the diaper, and you're considering throwing the baby away because you don't want to do with the shit. Well, she God was hard-pressed hard to try to clean the baby up with all the poop, right? She didn't bring any wipes in her car because she had just cleaned her car out. And so the baby had you know shit in its diaper, and it had gone down the slide and left a poop stain on the slide. And there was nobody else at the park, so she was like, okay, let me get everybody home and cleaned up, and I'll get some wipes. I'll go back to the park, and I'll clean up that shit stain because I don't want, you know, contamination to spread to other kids who come and play. So she goes home, she does her thing, and she goes back, and there's shit everywhere. And so she goes on to the slide, and she's trying to get up the slide, but it's so slippery that she can't grab it, and she can't get to where the poop is. So she has to go up the slide, slide down it on her belly with the wipes in front of her, wiping up the poop as she goes and she goes down and there's a family waiting in the parking lot watching this whole thing happen and she looks up and sees them. She's like, oh damn, how long have they been there? And she goes to the car and she gets everything and all the kids ready to leave and she looks, she's got shit running all the way down her shirt. <laughs> That's how it goes. Alright, uh, let's, let's take us out, John. We're, we're, we're done. <laughs> we made it through another I, I hour. Make it hour. Break it a little bad. Okay. All right. All right. Thank you, everybody, for joining us again for the, another exciting episode of the Big Beefing Show. I am JP. You can catch me every day, but on Saturday, Sunday, that's what I'm doing my resting days. This is Aaron from Southeast Third, checking you about poetry and the love of Waco and taking care of the community. Correct. Uh, right. and, and as always, the Captain White Show, Mr. Shane Rollins. <laughs> Miss Beers for you. And, and Shane, and Shane's going to get on right away, right? Uh, I can Eddie's, tell you. Shane's going to get right on that, you know? Yep. Yeah. How do? many drinks well. you had, boy? Yep. <laughs> How many? <laughs> your, your eyes, Shane, are like halfway, like, oh, he's drunk. Look at his eyes. He's gone. Yeah, he's been drinking, boy. He's been getting it in. How many you have? Beer time. <laughs> I know what I'm getting. Another All beer. Right, <laughs> have a good night. It's All right, guys. Well, y'all have a good one, and I'll talk to y'all a little later. Uh oh, dying.
Am I dying? 